Well, hello, my friends and friend. I'm glad you're here. My name is Lee Whaley. I have a podcast called Crusade for Christ Podcast Hour. The website you came off of was Crusade for Christ. I'm glad you're here because if you're here, that means that you're interested in understanding what it means, according to the Bible, how to get to heaven, how to get to heaven when we die. Skepticals, atheists, agnostics, everybody will one day die. It's a known fact. And we're going to talk about some facts. And it's a fact that that I'm sitting right here right now. Listen, I understand uh, completely. If you're not a Christian or you don't believe in God or you've not accepted Christ as your Savior, I I do. I, I absolutely understand because I... It, at the age of 20 years old, I, I was a non-believer. I was an alcoholic. I didn't fool with really drugs much. I tried it once or twice, but I didn't care about it. But I was an alcoholic by the time I was 20. I was almost 21. Um, I was living like hell. I was. I would have never lived. i just put it this way. I would have never lived to be 30. I don't believe I would the way that I was living and going. But something happened in my life that day, um, November 9, 1975. And I just want to share with you. What, what happened and how it happened. First of all, we need to get some things straight. I'm, I pray that you do believe in God. Now, I know that in our world we're living in right now, there's literally hundreds of thousands of religions and beliefs. Um, and, you know, how in the world will you know the truth from a, from a lie? Well, the truth will set you free. The truth in John chapter 8, verse 32 says, you'll know the truth and the truth to set you free. And if you're here right now and you don't know Christ as your Savior, but you're really wondering what, what does the Bible say? I want to talk to you about that very thought. I'm, I'm going to talk to you on an adult level with a premise that you believe in God. Now, if you're an atheist or agnostic and you know you're having a hard time believing in God, you will. Uh, for the Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess to God that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. So I want to just get that out of the way. And now that we've got that out of the way, the Bible says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess to God that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. You find that in Isaiah 45, 23, Romans 14, 11, Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 10. Talks about that very th- the very fact that every knee will bow to God and every tongue will confess to to him that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. So what I'm trying to do right now is explain to you how the Bible says you can get to heaven. That's all That's all I want to talk to you about. I don't want to argue about it. I'm hoping you're here understanding that you will go, you will, you will appear before God after you die. There's no question about it. It's going to happen. So you're here and you say, well, okay, Brother Lee, I believe that. What do I do? I'm glad you asked because we're going to talk about this Romans Road. You see it down on my website right here. You see the scriptures. You can follow along. But I want you to really, really listen to what the, the scriptures say. And the first one we're going to look at is if you look there, you'll see Romans chapter 3, verse number 10. It said, as it is written. 
It says, as written, there is none righteous, no, not one. What does that mean, righteous? Righteous means in the eyes of God. <laughs> this is what it is. That none of us, none of us are good enough to go to heaven. There's our righteousness, the Bible says, is of filthy rags. In other words, when, when we get right down to it, we, according to the next scripture, Romans chapter 3, verse 23, we need to look at these together. 3.10 says there's none righteous. 3.23 says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, come short of the glory of God. So what I want you to realize, first and foremost, listen to me, stay with me now, and let's just say a real quick prayer. Heavenly Father, right now, as I'm talking to, to whoever this is I'm talking to, and they're listening, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will touch their heart and move their life in the direction you want them to go. And that they will understand that we need you, God. We need you, God. We need the blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse us of our sins and to cleanse us of our unrighteousness. Right now, open the scriptures to our eyes, Lord, that we can see what you want us to see and understand what you want us to understand and be saved. Amen. So, Right now, when I'm talking to you, the Bible says there is none righteous. There's none of us any good. I mean, that's basically what it's saying. Because we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Now, we can get into the question of sin, but we all know that we've made mistakes, that we've done wrong, we've, we've lied, we, the Ten Commandments, we've broken pretty much all of them. Um, you know, we may not have broken down, so we, did, we may have not ever killed nobody, but we might have thought about it. Anyway, you see what I'm saying? We have fallen so short, the Bible tells us that we are sinners. And because we're sinners, the Bible says in the next verse, Romans chapter 6, verse 23, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So here's what God is saying to us. Fellas, ladies, boys, girls, you're sinners. You're unrighteous. Amen. When we come to the realization of that, to confront God now, we realize that that's what we are. And God says that the wages of sin, because we are sinners, and you know what wages are, you're getting paid for what you're doing, right? If you've ever had a job, you, you work 40 hours a week, you get your check on Friday, and that's your wages for that week. Anyway, so wages is what you're getting for sin. And the wages of sin is death. Now, let me explain to you about that death. The first death is the spiritual death. That's what we're, we're really, when we're born and we get older and we grow up, we are spiritually dead, um, according to the Bible. So the first death is spiritually dead. And then, of course, the wages of sin is death. The second death is mortally dead. We are, our heart quits beating, our life is over, and they put us in the grave or whatever they do it cremate you, whatever they do. It doesn't matter. You're dead. You're not breathing. Your heart isn't beating. You're gone. So that point there, we're not righteous. We all sin, and the wages of sin is death. God said, this is the way it is. Now, you see, when God, <laughs> God makes the rules, we got to go by his rules. When you build and fix and create your own world, you go by your rules. So I just want you to understand, this is God's way. This is God's way to get to him and have eternal life. He's telling you what to do. Understand that we're not 
good that we sin and we fall short of his glory. And the wages of that is death. But then I want you to hear this next verse. It's very important. You Romans 5.12. That's Romans As 5, by one man sent into the world. Talking about Adam. Into the world. And death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. Death had, That because of Adam, that sin of Adam has passed upon all men. And men is generic in the Bible. Talking about men and women. And uh, it's been passed on to all men, all women. For all have sinned. There you got it. We are all sinners. We have been sinners from the day we were, were born. There comes, I believe, an age of accountability. I don't believe babies go to, to hell. I don't. I just don't believe that at all. I think the Bible's clear about that. But, and we won't get into that. That's another day uh, of talking. But if you're if you're grown and you're an adult and you can understand these things, you're you're accountable. So God says the wage of sin and all these things happen because of Adam. But I want you to hear this next verse. This, this is where it starts getting really good. Romans 5, 8. But God commended Romans his love. 5, his love. Now, this is what this whole thing is about. The love of God. The mercy of God. The holiness of God. The righteousness of God. His son, Jesus Christ. This is what this whole thing is about. The whole world is about this. But God commended his love toward us. And why were you worry at sinners that Christ died for us? That Christ died for us. The vicarious death. The vicarious death means he died as us. He took our sins on the cross. When we sin, we fall short. We cannot, we can't reconcile ourselves. It's impossible. We can't make ourselves good enough. Our sin nature is built into us. Just like a dog barks, we sin. You understand? You can tell a dog to quit barking. He may quit barking, but he's going to bark again because that's his nature. That's what he does. That's what he's built with. We're sinners because it's our nature. You understand that? We're sinners because it's our nature to sin, to tell the lies, to do the, the devil's constantly working at us. The demons are constantly working at us, trying to deceive us, to keep us lost, keep us ungodly, keep us living in hell, enjoy the world and do all the things the world does because that's what pleasure is. And listen, we can get into that. I don't want to take too long on that, but that's what we do. And that's what I was doing. I mean, I was an alcoholic. I'm not about alcoholic at the age of 20. But God changed my life. And how did he do it? He did it just like I'm telling you right now. If you just listen to the word of God, we are sinners. We have fallen short. We are we are we are lost by by just birth. But God commended His love toward us, and why we yet sinners that Christ died for us. Now listen, there's a, there's there's another great scripture coming up right here. Romans ten, Romans verses eight to eleven. Romans ten verses eight. I've got to kind of read 11. it because I don't want to misquote it. But what says it? What says the word? The word is near thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we, can, which, we, which we preach that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and the, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then it says, for, for whosoever... Uh, for the scripture says, whoever believes on him should not be ashamed. So here's what it's saying. If you believe in your heart, what is the heart? The heart is your soul. 
You're made up of three things. You've got a spirit, a body, and a soul. You understand that? Say that with me. I have got a spirit, I've got a soul, and a body. The body is the part you can see. The soul is that part that's running the spirit, the spirit, the soul. They're interconnected right there. And either you're serving God or you're serving the devil. And we won't get into the theology on that. It's just a fact. But here's what God has done. He has sent his son, Jesus Christ. We all know the verse. Hopefully you do. John 3, 16. For God, and I got on top of my website there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. So when, when Romans says, if you'll confess him with your mouth and believe in your heart. Believe what? Believe that God sent Jesus, his son, to die for our sins on a cross. He died on a cross for us. He was nailed to that cross. He was beaten. He was spit on. He was whipped with a scourge to the point of almost death. And then nailed to a cross, one of the most ungodliest, torturous way to die. And on that cross, he died. But before he died, he hung his head and he cried to the Father. Forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That's what Jesus said. Eli, Eli, sabachthani. What he was saying is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yet God in all his glory and all his sovereignty and all his holiness was given his son, Jesus Christ, to die for me and to die for you. You see, on November the 9th, 1975, I was a wretched sinner. Fouled mouth as you'd ever believe. I cussed God every other breath. I lived like hell. I did things that I, I don't want to talk about them. But when God saved me on November 9th, 1975, at an old church down in uh, College Park, Georgia, on West Fayetteville Road, Mount Carmel Baptist Church, Brother Benny Brady was preaching the Word of God. My cousin had been witnessing to me. I won't go into that old story, but he had been witnessing to me. He got saved. He said, Lee, you got to know Christ. I didn't want to know anything about the Bible. I wanted to drink. I wanted to live like hell. I did. I wanted to live like hell. That's what I, I didn't want to come to Christ. But my first cousin that loved me so much, me and him were buddies. He was my best friend in the world. Didn't give up. And he kept talking to me about it. He didn't know much, but he knew he had been saved and wanted me to be. And that's what I want you to be. I want you to be saved by the grace of God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For by grace are we saved through faith, that not of ourself. It's the gift of God. It's God's gift to us that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, on a cross. Dying on that cross. But it gets better than that. That's the terrible news. That he died. He was witnessed and he was spit upon and all them things and he died. And they took his body down and they put him in a tomb. Borrowed, of course. <laughs> Joseph of Arimathea, he loaned him the tomb because he might have heard Jesus say, if, if, you, if you destroy this temple, I'm going to build it up in three days and understood that. And if you're a Christian, and, and you'll get that too. But that was the beauty of it all. He was buried. But on that third morning, that crystally clear third morning, the sun was rising and the Bible said that the angels of God rolled that stone in that sepulcher away, the grave where he was buried. Oh, listen, he didn't roll it. They didn't roll it away to let Jesus out. 
<laughs> they rolled it away so they could go in and see that he's not there. He resurrected from the grave. He rose from the dead. He rose from the grave. There's no other religion. There's no other gods. There's no other pagan religions. Anybody else that's ever done what Jesus did. He died for sin. He was buried and he rose from the grave. Their, their gods are still in graves. Buried. Plaques. Symbols. Idols. Jesus isn't an idol. Jesus is a man. He's a God-man. And God himself set to, uh, went to that cross and died for your sins. Do you understand that? He died for your sins. In the last verse, I can't wait to get to it, but I've got to tell you. It's the greatest verse, one of the greatest verses in the Bible. And it says, For whosoever Romans 10, shall fall upon Romans the name 10, of the Lord 13. shall be saved. And that's the Romans road. From death to victory. And listen, can you not see around us today, Israel, every day is in the news. Israel's the key to all prophecy. I don't want to get off on a, a tangent about all that. But man, it's, I mean, I've been doing this for 48 years. I am so excited right now. I can see this whole platform coming together. I believe with all my heart, Jesus is coming back real soon. He is. He's coming soon, very soon. And you better be ready. And what do you have to do? Be ready. John 3, 3 says you must be born again. That born again means what I've been talking to you about being saved. Ephesians chapter 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith. Faith. That's how you're saved, through faith. That not of yourself. It's the gift of God. It ain't of works. It's any man should boast. You understand that? If I were sitting in front of you right now and you had any question in the world to ask me, what would you ask me right now? What would you ask me right now? If you could say, Brother Lee, I have a hard time believing all this. And I've got some questions I'd like to ask you. I'm glad you did. Because right here on this website, on this page that you're on, there's an email address on there. You can write me an email and I'll get back to you and answer you. And we can even do a Zoom session if you want to. We'll get on Zoom just like this. I'll talk to you. You can talk to me and we'll just talk like this. But I want you to understand, you must be born again. That's what he told Nicodemus in John 3.3. 3. Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved. Back there. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to my Father but by me. If you're here and you're really digging and you really want to know, what do I have to do to go to heaven? This is what you have to do. You have to pray that Jesus would forgive you of your sins. Confess your sins. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon his name. Believing in your heart, the soul, that he died for your sins. And you can have everlasting life. You know, I've prayed that prayer with... I, don't have, I have no idea how many people over the last 48 years. But one day, I hope to see them in heaven. Because if they really believe that they were lost and going to hell, and that's what's going to happen. If you die without God, you're going to hell. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it like these preachers today, these, you know, I don't want to hurt nobody's feeling. Preacher, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. It's a lake of fire. Matthew, John, all of them predicts it, but Revelation seals it. 
at the great white throne judgment, everybody that's not saved by the grace of God will die and go to hell. Cast into the lake of fire with Satan, his demons. You don't want to go there. And the only way you're not going to go there is to give your life to Christ. Everything else is not right. There's no other way. Jesus said that. I am the way, truth, life. No man comes with my Father but by me. John 14, 6. If you read all that, John 14, 1 through 6, oh, it's a blessing. I go to prepare a place for you. He's going to heaven to prepare a place for us. And he said, if he goes, he'll come again. And for the last 48 years of my life, hallelujah, I've been looking for my Lord and Savior to come every single day. And one of these days he will. Are you going to be there with me? Are you going to go to heaven when you die? If not, if you'll just follow, if you'll just follow what the Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, and you can be saved. Now, I want to pray with you. I want you to listen to me. If you're right now feeling in your soul, feeling in your heart a heavy push or pull, it's the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't matter if you're a mile or five miles or 10 million miles away. Is there 10 million? Probably not. Thousands, we'll just go with that. You can be saved right where you're at right now. If you'll just pray this prayer, Oh, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord, my Savior, I'm asking you right now, right here, right now, to forgive me of my sins and my shortcomings and wash me in your blood, Lord. I know you died for me on the cross. I know, I believe it with my heart that you died for me on the cross. I believe with my heart that you were buried. I believe with my heart that you were resurrected from the grave and rose again. And by, and by coming forth out of that grave, you conquered death, hell, and the grave. I believe that, Lord. And I'm asking you to save me right now, to give me eternal life right now. And I believe with all my heart and all my soul, and I ask it in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Now, if you just did that and you really believe that, the Bible says that you're saved by the grace of God. You may not have this big explosion or anything else. It's just believing by faith. By faith is what how it happens. Faith is, is, is the evidence of things not seen, the hope of things not seen. Faith is the substance of those things not seen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You just heard the Word of God. I'm begging you in Jesus Christ's name to give your, your life to God. Do it and do it right now. Let me know. Please let me know. There's a link here that you can send me an email. If you want to get on a Zoom session, tell me you do. And I promise you we'll hook up. Um, and listen, I love you. I mean that. I love you to my heart. There's so many people right now out there hurting. There's people all over the world hurting. They just need Jesus. And that the Bible says, come unto me, all of you that are labored and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. How about it, my friend? Would you give God your heart today? Would you be saved today? Have a great day. I love you. I hope to see you in heaven one of these days. Real soon. He's coming. You better get ready. Let me know. Give me some feedback. <laughs> see you again. Talk to you again in Jesus' name. Oh.